Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. Good afternoon, everyone. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the Ted Minute Trader. It is Friday, March 5th. Let me bring that back up. Friday, March 5th, 3.29 p.m. And it's the first week of the last month of the first quarter. Like that? First week, last month, first quarter of 2021. So, all the options are expiring today. we got a few positions that we need to take care of. So, let's get down to business and see what's happening. Okay, as you remember, we have three positions that we've been carrying off for some time. And what we're going to do is we're going to see how our positions are. Because if you remember from the beginning of the week, we sold options against these because we bought them at a certain price and we're selling them at the exact same price. But we sold an option. What does that mean? That means that we're collecting a premium. What is that? That is someone else is giving us money for the privilege of buying it from us at the exact same price we paid for it. It's kind of strange because I could do this every single week. And that's one of the reasons why we can get 1% per week and not really do a whole heck of a lot of everything. So the three positions we have is CLHAS and C, sorry, QCOM. First one we're going to look at is Colgate Palmolive. That is the CL. Okay, a year ago today, she was at 74.21. She found its low of the year at 58.49, which is in mid-March. From there, it didn't take a long to get back where she was. She was there by uh, mid, mid-April. mid So it only took about a month to, to regain all that losses that she took. But from there, she had a little bit of profit-taking, and then she went right up to a nice new high level where she had been trading for about two or three months, right in the $84, $85 area. Um, and then the beginning of the year, she dropped back down. She was slowly sliding down. And it looks, it actually looks as if she found a bottom here on the 3rd, 4th, and 5th. The fifth was a good day because it's an up day. But <clears throat> let's find out where we are with Colgate Palm Olive and see what we're going to do. All right, so I'm going to pull this up. We're going to view our trades. And remember, we bought Colgate Palm Olive back in January. Now, we've collected like premiums on this thing for eight or nine weeks. It's pretty cool. And um, this week, beginning Monday or Tuesday, we sold nine contracts at 13 cents a share. Granted, it didn't bring us a lot of money, but just for the fun of it, I'm going to open up because right now it's going for 13 cents. Wait a minute. It's going for five, five and a half cents. So I'm going to find out what it is and I'm going to see what the premiums are for next week. So let's see that. Um, let's put CL. Okay. Colgate Palmolive. Here we go. Let's get rid of that. Let's get rid of this so we can get more space to look. Um, and we, where do we have CL? Okay, Colgate Palmolive. Um, let's open it back up again so we can see where we, what we are. All right, we got the 77 call. Okay, so let's check out the 77 call. Is It's at 11 cents. We can buy it at 11. And let's see what next week's looks like. It's 65. 
but do we want to take the risk or do we want to wait until Monday to find out what's going on? So we could do the 45s. The 45s aren't bad. So we, you know what? Let's try that. Or, no, never mind. Let's just wait until Monday because, see, if I spend the money to buy it, that means I'm going to be losing money on Monday because the difference between uh, what I pay for it today and what I can sell next week's for is going to be offset by what I... So I'm just going to wait until Monday. Let that one expire worthless because she's so far away from from what we're looking at. The 77. Right now she's at 76.21. Could she hit 77? Yeah. So I'm actually going to keep my eye on it. Come on. Yep. At 11. So I might have to buy it back at 11. So that's not that bad. But I'm going to keep my eye on it. See, the 7.7. 7. Okay, she's at uh, 80, 79 cents away from being, uh, what do you call it? Being called out. So I think it, we're, we're safe on that one. The next one on the list is Hasbro. H-A-S. H-A-S. Hasbro. All right. Hasbro started off the year last year at 75.94. It found its low of the year at 41.92. Now, from there, it took about uh, two weeks, two and a half weeks for it to get back, to regain that loss. She went sideways, had a little bit of profit taken, and it shot up. Not as sharply as colgate Palmolive, but it was a still a nice move up. Now, <clears throat> she made a high of the year at 101.27. She's kind of settled into a new trading range right now. She kind of triple bottom right here. So, that looks good for us. She's at 94. 485 and let's see where we are with Colgate Palmolo. Oh, sorry, with Hasbro. The 97 and a half. So this one we don't really have to look at. This is another one we bought back in January. So we have like six to eight weeks. You know, between six, seven, eight weeks, somewhere on there of collecting premiums. We got two dividends up. I mean, uh, two share, two extra shares from the dividends. For the dividend reinvestment. Plan. And we sold eight contracts at 60 cents a share. Which is not bad. So we brought in a thousand dollars for the week with all the three uh, premiums that we got to collect. Now Hasbro looks good. It's not going to be even close to the ninety-seven. So I'm just going to ignore it. Let it expire worthless. Qcom is the last one on the list. Let's take a look at that. Qcom has a down day today, which is not good. But there's a reason why. The reason why there's a down day today because yesterday was the EX date. Today, they pay out their dividend, which means come Monday, I'm going to have more shares of Qualcomm directly related to the dividends that I'm going to be collecting. Now, I'm collecting a 1,000 dividends. I believe it's uh, 60 cents or something like that. Let's find out. Um, hmm. I'll find out later. All right, we got Qualcomm brought up into the one-year chart. Let's take a look and see what the numbers look like. A year ago today, it was at $80.80. It found its low in mid-March, like everything else, at $58.54. From there, it's a nice move up. She had a gap up in, in July, another gap up in, in November. And then she had a gap down in December and another gap down in, uh, in February 2nd. But she made a high in February of, what is that, uh, one... 68 somewhere in that area and then she after hitting that high 
she dropped a little bit for profit taking try to hit it high again but nope and then she had gap down and now she's where she is today which is 130.12 so let's find out where we are with Qualcomm now we got Qualcomm at 144 and we sold 10 contracts for someone to buy it from me at 144 imagine that you buy it for 144 you sell it for 144 and you get to collect 35 cents a share now 35 cents a share is not a lot of money but there's a thousand shares so if you have a thousand shares that's 350 bucks if you have 10,000 shares that's 3,500 bucks so you're just collecting the premium 35 350 bucks every week hey don't get me wrong money's money I'd be more than glad to take it thank you very much okay so now we got a thousand shares that we got uh, towards the end of February we collected premiums on it a couple times and then, then this weekend we'll actually the, when everything settles out we'll actually collect a thousand share thousand um, dividends and I think it's like 60 or 80 cents some, it's a nice number okay that being said everything looks good we don't have to worry too much about what's going on because she's at 130. She's not going to hit 144 anytime soon. All right, so we can get sell off dividends a lot. I'm sorry, we can sell off options a lot closer to the money. All right, where are we? Here we go. A week away and um, 144. Correct. We have to go to Qualcomm C Q O M. There we go. Booyah. Uh, all right, so <clears throat> let's look at what we got. Um, now we'll look at the 144s. 144s are basically crap. Okay, now I wouldn't mind doing 140s. That's 21 cents or 139s. But I'm going to wait until Monday to find out exactly what's going on. Because they're paying out the dividend over the weekend. I'll be collecting the thousand whatever they are and then we don't have to carry that much money because it's going to be close to $600 just the uh, the dividend check it's not going to be a dividend check it's actually going to be a dividend reinvestment so I'm going to get 600 some odd dollars worth of shares of Qualcomm which apparently looks like it's only going to be like 5 shares or 4 shares or 5 shares 5 shares I'm only going to collect four or five shares because, you know, I think. I'm not 100% sure, but we'll go from there. All right, this is where she is now. She's trading at 130.33 and 130.34. So that's pretty close. So it's a very small um, margin. Not margin, sorry. Very small spread between the bid and the ask. All right, all that being said, everything looks good. The only thing I need one that I need to actually keep my eye on is Colgate Palmolo. So let's take a look at that again. CL. Because we got 20 minutes to go. She's at 76.11. Let's see. 76.11. Yeah. We got to keep an eye on it because 77 is the number we have to stay away from. because that's below what we paid for it. Remember, we paid 80. So we're trying to sell it for 77. But we're not, we don't want to sell it for 77. We just want to collect the premium to you know offset some of the losses and to continue our 1% returns. 
Okay. All that being said, I don't really have much to say, much to do. So let's see what we have coming up next week, which is something we're going to do on Monday anyway. So it's it's neither here nor there. Today is the 5th, so we'll be looking at the 19th come Monday. Sorry, 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 sorry. So 10 days from Monday, which would be the 8th, we'll be looking at somewhere on the 24th. I wonder if there's anybody even on the 24th. another list all right that much there all right let's look at all the weeklies here we go nothing on the 24th all right let's go back to our regular list that way we can see what we're doing. Alright, so M-O and P-O-R are the ones we're looking at because Monday is going to be the 10th. M-O. M-O. Is that Monsanto? You kidding me? That's Momo Altria. Okay, well, M-O is Altria. Started out a year ago at 43.89. Found its low quickly at 31. And it took quite a while for it to get back to where she was um, right around sometime in September August August sorry sometime in July August, August. alright yeah alright so sometime in August made its high of 44.69 and then you had your profit taking your ups and your downs she settled as an all-time new high at 45.65. Which does not look bad at all. Let's check out the seasonality and see where she's going to go next week. See, now that makes me happy camper. Look at that. We have a lot going on. So this is a nice little uptrend for a couple of days. So it could be something good. Let's check out what the chart looks like for MO. MO. Check that out. Yeah, it looks as if everything looks great. There's an upward trend. But it looks as if it's spending some of its some of its profits. Okay. So now as you can see, the buyers are still in control. Sellers are retreating. So it's not 100% clear which direction it's going to go, but it does look favorable. So let's see what a covered call would look like on MO. All righty. MO, here we go. All right, so she's sitting at 45.14 at the moment. So that would be the 45s. 
So if you bought it at 45 and you sold the 45 call, it's close to a 20% return on your money. It sounds pretty good to me. All right, that one looks good. Let's take a look at the last one. Um, P-O-R. There you go, P-O-R. Okay, Portland General Electric, way to go. Okay, she started at the high of last year at 50, 59.56. Alrighty, so, Portland, Portland General Electric started off the year at, at 58.96 dropped down quite a bit in mid-March, but that wasn't the low. From there, it didn't take her long. She tried to recover, but she couldn't. Um, she stuck around to 55 and change. From there, she just continued on down. Lots of negativity towards type of up movement. Okay, so last couple of months, she settled into a trading range right around between 41 and 43. And we are going to take a look at what kind of trades we can find. All right. All right. So that being said, you could buy it for a covered call at forty-five sixteen and sell the forty-five eighty-eight cents a share. That's a little over one and a half, close to one and a half percent for the week, which is not bad. All right, uh, check out a spread trade. Sure, why not? Let's try that. Um, there is right, right up here, a spread trade. All right, so. This is being said. I'm sorry for all the quiet. I'm just concentrating on here and I'm really exhausted. I need to sleep. Moving is, is kind of uh, strenuous and, and you just don't have the time to, to catch up when you want to. Okay, so Portland, one, two, three, four down days in a row. I wouldn't suggest jumping into this until you actually have some kind of idea of which direction it's going to go, if it's going to find the bottom or not. And once it does, maybe have a nice move up. But here's the seasonality for Portland. I would just put this one on hold and wait for another time. All right, we're like uh, 13 minutes away. I'm going to check this one more time before I check it out for the day. And I don't seem to have it. Imagine that. All right, this is James from the Dividend Stock Talk of the 10 Minute Trader. We're going to check out for now, and we're going to catch you tomorrow. Now, remember, tomorrow is Saturday. It's when we do our interviews. So, you know, interviews aren't really hugely exciting. It's just give you an idea of, you know, what person can you identify with. Now, I interview almost anybody who's willing to sit down and, and be subjected to all my torturous questions and find out what they think and get some ideas of how I can tweak my system to make it easier and more um, user-friendly. How's that? All right. All that being said, this is James from Divin Stock Talk and the 10-Minute Trader. We're out here and we'll catch you tomorrow.
Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.